Welcome to Do That Well. I'm your host, Brenda Brown, and with me, executive coach Karen Thrall. Today on Do That Well, we're going to talk about boasting and how to do boasting well. You may be thinking, people that boast are arrogant. I don't want to know how to do that well. For this episode, Karen and I want to encourage you to think of boasting as boldness. How can you be bold? How can you self-promote? How can you have confidence when it comes to speaking about yourself? Karen, in our preparation for this episode, you did look up the definition of boasting, and it is easy to see why people might have a negative connotation with the word. Yeah, so it's understandable that people have a sour taste in their mouth for the word because it's not exactly a flattering way to describe somebody. Um, The definition is talk with excessive pride, (laughs) talk with excessive pride and self-satisfaction about one's achievements, possessions, or abilities. So it's a very I, 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 I syndrome. And, but what I like about us using the word is let's shock our system a bit because of that word. A lot of people, they eliminate everything So, well, I don't want to be boastful, therefore I won't do any of it. So they eliminate the good and the bad. And so we, I feel like we need to start with boasting and what does it actually mean and build our way to, to boldness. Um, I think a lot of us need to confront, I, but I don't, you know, I'm so afraid to sound boastful or that I'm bragging that I don't do anything. And that's what we want to address is how to get you to do something. This topic It is actually one that is dear to my heart (laughs) because I personally am not someone that was raised or learned how to self-promote and how to boast for myself as I was growing up. Karen, I know I shared with you when we worked at Fluvog together, when I left Fluvog, one of the other people that worked in the corporate office wrote me this really great email saying goodbye. And one of the things they said to me was, you were always such a quiet achiever. And that was the moment that I realized being able to articulate and talk about your successes and the things that you do well in a workplace is so important. I loved that he recognized me for being a quiet achiever, but I realized that not everyone will always recognize my talent if I don't know how to speak up for myself about it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because even if even if we remember those words – achievements, accomplishments, successes. These are where you get to tell stories about things that you're proud of. It's very different from being excessively proud and focusing only on yourself and being really gratefully proud of your accomplishments. And that's what we want to talk about is how do you communicate that sincere, genuine pride you have in your work and who you are as a person? I don't think that we can really talk about this topic without also addressing it is uncomfortable and it isn't something we all learn to do from a young age. It doesn't come naturally to everyone. I know, Karen, you had some thoughts on why it is such an uncomfortable and awkward feeling for us. Mm -hmm. I I find it interesting that um, what what words are we okay with? Well, we're okay with self-aware. We're okay with self-actualized. We're we're okay with self-discovery. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so we are okay with some self stuff, and where we are not okay is self-glorification, self-centeredness, selfish. You know, we're not okay with those. So we have to find the paradox that, although I don't want to be self-glorifying, 
I do want to be self-actualizing. I do want to be self-aware. And in those areas is where self-promotion comes in and where you don't need the bravado and you don't need the bragging and you don't need a large ego to really fill up the room but you do need to self-promote and knowing at that healthy place. And so I have a theory, uh, one theory of many, of why we do this. And that is uh, the first time I heard about it was through Jim McNeish, whom I've mentioned before, a fantastic facilitator of, of human development, really a real knowledgeable person. And um, he introduced this whole thing of bioenergetics. And bioenergetics is a therapy um, for people who've experienced trauma. And in all that development, he taught about how we as uh, these little humans have five distinct rights. And one of them is the right to assert real feelings. Okay, the right to assert real feelings. So here we are, we're asking you to, to boast and we're being playful with the word because we want you to rethink how you view how you self promote. And you're afraid to speak up for yourself. You're afraid to give yourself a standing ovation when asked of your accomplishments. And it might be for some, for some, it might be because you've never really learned how to assert real feelings. You And think of that word, assert. Be bold with your real feelings. Be vocal with your real feelings. Be confident with your real feelings. And so... Uh, many people, when they get struggle with that, they go into a humility. Well, you know, I don't, it's like you said, I don't want to be arrogant. So they become humble and they take a humble posture, which is wonderful. But out of humility, there needs to come this boldness and confidence and a self-assuredness. So in your childhood development, some of the things that might have happened, and it's never at the a, a bad intention. It's not like your parents were like, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm gonna make this really hard for you. Ha ha. They're, they're, they were sincere in raising you. They were. However, some people get stuck here, and they didn't know how to develop out of it. So some of the things you might have been heard growing up is a, a child is seen and not heard. A child is speaks when they are spoken to. A child remains quiet and raise your hand. Um, use your inside voice, use your words that settle down. That's enough. Be quiet. Like all these things that the parent is just trying to raise, raise their child properly. But sometimes the child in their development stage gets stuck there and they start creating a belief system that I better not, I better not be too loud I better not enter the room. So if if people listening, if they go, wow, I kind of, yeah, I kind of do. That really, do, I do feel held back in my voice. Then you're going to have a hard time self-promoting. And so your and boasting is going to be like a big no-no because that's inappropriate behavior. So if you're raised to be having appropriate behavior, you're going to have a hard time self-promoting because you think it's inappropriate. And that's a belief system that you've carried with you that you've never challenged. And we have to find out when is self-promotion healthy and when is it not. I don't know about all of you listening, but that actually really did resonate for me. I have never been explicitly told to me, but there was an undercurrent of don't speak unless spoken to. There was this, again, sort of unspoken idea that I should always be very polite, that I shouldn't 
speak up unless I was addressed first. I remember going to friends' houses when I was a kid, and I literally would come home so parched and dehydrated because I wouldn't even ask for a glass of water because I thought that was impolite to mm. ask for something unless it was offered to me. So I, I definitely see how that would play in, how your upbringing and the values that are instilled in you and your youth, how that would play into mm -hmm. then being a fully formed adult that doesn't know how to self-promote and how to speak up. I want to pull out, you used the phrase, use your words. Now that also reminded me that when it comes to boasting and self-promoting and being bold, for me, sometimes it's about not having the correct language or the correct words to properly articulate, um, especially when it comes to the workplace. I do think this is applicable for people that are in corporate workplaces as well as entrepreneurs and artists, which we can get to in a moment. But there's a bit of a language. There's a bit of a way of knowing how to actually go about promoting for yourself. And it is something you need to learn, I think. Yes. Yeah, I have a story to go with that to complement what you're saying. There's a gentleman, I wish I could use his name, but I haven't asked permission, so he will remain anonymous. Um, and um, I interviewed him to for a job. And he was really pleasant. Um, we were at a coffee shop, and I really enjoyed the conversation. It was really, it flowed. He, you could tell he was a hard worker. He was committed. And it, it went really well. And so he made it to the final, like the final two. And then walked in his, I guess, competitor, we'll say, <laughs> the other person wanting the job. And they sat down and the vibrancy that came out of them about their job was, you know, you just believed him. You believed that he, this guy knows how to do this because of his storytelling and because of his energy and because of his pride in, in his work. And so I know, not shocking, I went ahead and hired him. <laughs> And I hired this individual, and then two months later, they no longer were with the company. So I reposted the ad, and this the first individual wrote me an email and said, I would like a second chance at this job interview. Please give, please, may I have, may I meet with you? So we met the same coffee shop, and he sat down. He says, I actually want to know why I didn't get hired the first time. That was how we started the conversation. And I said to him, I said, okay, I'm going to tell you the really blunt. I said, you don't boast. He goes, no, I don't. I don't boast. I said, but how am I supposed to know what a great job you, you could do for us if you don't brag? I'm not asking you to have a big ego, but you need to tell me why I should hire you. And you never let me really see the heart of your work. You didn't let me see how important you were in this position and, and how you felt, how important you felt. So we ended up talking. So I said, okay, I'll interview you again, but this time I, I need you to boast. And I'm using that word on purpose because there's nobody around but me and you. And I, I want to hear your best stories. Tell me your best stories. Ah, it was awesome. <laughs> and sure enough, I was so happy. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm totally, yes, you're joining our team. I, and I, I valued him as part of our team. And he was a great resource. And he brought a lot of joy to the rest of the, the team. And it was somebody that I 
respected and, and appreciated. So in that, that story is what I'm saying is boasting. Let's just make it super simple. Always share your best stories and share them with sincerity, share them with confidence and joy, share them with pride in your work and how hard you work. But remember your best stories. And if you need to start writing them down at the end of the day, what was your favorite best story today? So you can build that muscle. What are your best stories? Great stories cause people to draw in and listen. Great stories. Also, number two, number two, there's more people involved than just you in a great story. So there are other people in that story. Make sure to include them. First off, when you tell me that story, the thing that comes to mind, Karen, I just think that you're such a good coach. You're such a good mentor. I'm just going to give a shout out to you really quickly (laughs) for anybody that's listening that needs a mentor or a coach. Like, seriously. Karen, you're yeah. it. <laughs> virtual hug happening. Virtual hug. <laughs> no, but if you if you can master storytelling and find ways to talk, you know, talk yourself up, but through stories and including other people, I think that can become a really accessible way to do it. If you're somebody that's not very comfortable speaking highly of yourself. If you tell a story, but you include the other people that were involved in that story, now it's a story about all of your friends or all the the team, whoever was involved. And you're not just saying, well, I'm really good at this and I'm really good at that. So I really like that tip. Mm -hmm. There is. There's also a third point I would say is that this notion of gratitude and thankfulness Another word I would incorporate is this feeling of being feeling fortunate. You know, people, people, that is that is a word that people are really attracted to. I feel very fortunate. I'd like to tell you a story and I feel very fortunate. Or, oh man, I was lucky. Oh, it was really an opportunity that knocked on my door. It's that humility can be seen through you self-promoting in a way that shows your gratitude as well. So that's the third thing I would say as well. Now, because we said we'd go back here, I want to quickly talk about why boasting is an important skill to have, both in the corporate world and as an entrepreneur or artist. In the corporate world, again, it's a bit more apparent why it is a necessary skill. I think that is the way that you can get recognized. Again, not everyone's always going to see you as the quiet achiever. So it's a way you can get recognized. It's a way that you can get promotions, better jobs. Even as you in your example that you just gave, it's a way to stand out in interviews. It's a bit more apparent why that's a good skill. But for the entrepreneur and artist, it is a bit more nuanced. However, I do still think it's important. Mm-hmm. What What do you think, Karen? Mm-hmm. Well, the first thought that it came to me, if, I'd like to talk to the artists, the people that would actually like their career to be in the art spectrum. <laughs> Um, the way an artist would self-promote is the boldness. Boldness is key for an artist, no matter what it is. If it's painting, it's being bold with the expression you're going to put on that canvas. It's being bold and letting other people see your art. If it's an acting or any type of performance or entertainment industry, there is an absolute energy of boldness that goes before you. Boldness doesn't have any apology attached to it. See, if we if we're so worried about self-promoting, it's 
it can come across like you're apologizing about yourself. So when I speak to the artist and I just love their heart, I love their passion with no apology, never apologize because that's the beauty of art is it's unique. It's emotional. It's, it creates a reaction and it's subjective. Somebody's going to like you and somebody's not. That's art. I'll love a painting. I'll love a movie. I'll love a song. And you might not like any of them, but that is art. So for you to go in uh, unapologetic. And if you could even just practice that, I will no longer be apologize for the talent that lives within me. And you're bold with it. So uh, for sure, for artists, I would say that. As you said earlier as well, artists already typically, we're generalizing here, but typically artists already do have a knack for storytelling and for expressing if they can take that same mindset and then just filter it through the lens of knowing how to use their words to express things about themselves, all of a sudden it becomes a much more obtainable skill set for them to have. And I'm going to tag that because that made me think of this for an artist, when it comes to self-promoting, because it's going to be a unique field, let yourself be noticed. That's the other thing with not apologizing. Let yourself be noticed. You have an emotional talent. Your talent is going to cause an emotion in me. I'll either like it or I won't. I'll either feel it or I won't. I'll either identify or I won't. But you're asking me to feel something. So when you, when you, enter into that place, let yourself be noticed every day, all day long, walk into a grocery store and let yourself because that is the art of an artist. (laughs) And that goes with the territory. And so that would be the other section of don't apologize, let yourself be noticed. Words of wisdom here. I love it. (laughs) Now, let me ask you this. Beyond going back, and if we're one of these people that had messages as they were a child to maybe not self-promote beyond rewiring ourselves completely and facing childhood patterns and all those sorts of things. No big deal. Really easy (laughs) stuff, right? Uh, Beyond that. And then also beyond storytelling, are there any other small steps we can take to try and start our journey of knowing how to do boasting well, to try and know how to start self-promoting, to start being bold? Another thing I would suggest is, see, in your childhood development, and again, I got to say, not everyone gets stuck there, and it doesn't make the parent a bad person. It's that this, it just happens sometimes that we create belief systems oh, okay, so therefore I should never speak. No one told you you should never speak, but we somehow we create belief systems to self-protect ourselves. It's very normal. I, and we, I could do a whole episode on mine, <laughs> all the things all the things I've believed about myself that I have, I've had to deconstruct. So it's really normal. And however, it is a very real thing. It does keep people from, from really pursuing things that they want. So super, super important. So if, uh, think about in elementary school when the teacher asks for a volunteer and you raise your hand. You raise your hand and so you get picked. So Brenda, I see your hand, I pick you. See the self-promote. So an easy trick is you, you, you actually have to volunteer being chosen. You have to put your hand up and go, pick me. And that is a bold statement to do and it's worth it. So for entrepreneurs, 
you're in charge of putting, of putting food on the table. And for you to go to your potential clients, go pick me, well, they're going to have to see your arm go up. And so that bold step to actually put yourself out there so people will pick you. And I noticed with entrepreneurs, they're afraid of the rejection. But if what if they don't pick me? There are six, seven billion people in this world. It's okay if that one person doesn't pick you. Keep going because you will get chosen. You will be picked because you have a great story to tell. You have a great accomplishment and great success you know, and great aspirations. You're going to get picked. Don't, don't quit. Maybe that's not the right word, but don't, don't get discouraged too quickly because of one person not picking you. Just like in a classroom, you'll raise your hand. You don't know if the teacher will pick you or not, but that's a really important part. So the, the thing about volunteering yourself to be chosen it would be an important piece. And also in the corporate world, I want this position. I want a chance at this job. Pick me. And I find a lot of people go, no, my talent should show for itself. And that's not necessarily the case. So that would be the other small example. As you said, you have to be present. Your arm needs to go up even just making that small step of including yourself mm -hmm. in whatever opportunity there might be so that you yeah. then can follow up with continuing to be bold. That takes me back to the beginning of the episode when you were talking about being bold and how a lot of it whittles down to being your authentic self and allowing yourself to be vocal about who your authentic self is. This also gets me thinking, it is really important that people can be self-confident and not doubt themselves. Karen, what do you say? Do you have advice to those people who might be reluctant or may lack the confidence because they think that they're not good enough? Try not to compare yourself to other people. You know, a lot of times we don't self-promote because we think someone's better than us. They probably are. <laughs> That's good for our humility. That's good for us to recognize people with greater talent because it's going to be a drive for us to really continue to excel. But that doesn't mean you won't get chosen. You don't know. Like your personality might be what they need. Your level of talent might be exactly what they need because of your core values. You don't know. And so to compare yourself to other people and to go, well, maybe I shouldn't because, oh, wow. So, oh, they're going to. There's, oh, maybe I'm not, maybe they, I don't think they would pick me. That's, that's a, not a good, healthy belief system. So there is that element that you don't, don't apologize for what you want. People, people respond to people that walk into a room and they're, they're secure in themselves. They're secure in what they want and, and be bold in that, you know, embrace that in who you are. Yes. Comparison. Why don't we do that? Oh, I know I personally have let comparing myself to others get in my way before and not just in terms of getting in my way to self-promote or be bold or boast about myself, but in other aspects of life too. I do really feel that the less we can compare ourselves to others in, in life, really, the better. To quickly recap everything that we've talked about today on Do Boasting Well, we started off by redefining what boasting means. In this episode, boasting is about promoting yourself. It's about being bold. It's about being confident. 
and being comfortable with who you are and then not being afraid to vocalize that. We talked about a few ways you can start to develop your self-promoting skills so that it doesn't feel so uncomfortable. One of those ways is to start with stories. Practice your storytelling skills and always make sure to include other people that were involved in the story as well. This way, you're not just boasting about yourself. You're boasting about yourself, but you're also boasting about the others involved. So it takes some of that pressure off of you. Another way is to simply start, to simply put your hand up and say, pick me, to put your name into the proverbial hat and allow yourself to be seen so that you can then get the opportunity to boast. And we talked about not being afraid of rejection and how embracing your authenticity, not comparing yourself to others, and then finding your voice within that and being vocal is so integral when it comes to knowing how to do boasting well. Thanks for joining us today on Do That Well, and we'll see you next time.